Welcome to the Spirit Guided Life Podcast. Get ready to explore limitless ways of creating a dialogue with your spirit, including awesome guests, light worker tips, and intuitive inspirations. So say yes to tuning in to your heart, be willing to trust the invisible, and stand by to be spirit guided with your host, Alex Levy. Welcome and hello everyone. This is episode number 14, New Power for a New Year. And this is actually the very last episode of 2019. Now, I want to make a note that even if you're listening to this in 2021 or 2020 or sometime far from now, The principles behind this episode and the guidance that's coming through is meant to resonate with you and match you no matter where you're at, where you're listening from. These messages are meant to be globally affecting us for everybody on the planet right now. So I ask that you listen to this with an open mind, take what works for you, and then you can leave the rest. But before we move in, I want to first thank each and every one of you who has left me a review, sent me a comment on Instagram, emailed me, and have listened to this show from the beginning. It has been my honor to have you here, and I'm so happy to share this space and use this podcast as a container for intuitive insights and guidance. And I'm so blessed and grateful for each and every one of you. And I'm sending you so much love right now to carry on to this new year that we're about to enter into. So if you continue to support the show, I would please appreciate it to continue leaving uh, reviews, subscribing. It's just going to help us grow and share the word. So please leave me a comment. And if you haven't, uh, rate the show, review it, especially if you're on iTunes. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how to tap into this power of 2020, what we need to let go of. We're going to also talk about things you can do right now to start to get organized, and it's probably not what you're thinking about. We're going to talk about the shift that we can globally expect in this new 2020 year. We're going to talk about what this energy of the new year is actually about. And we're going to talk about why does it actually feel like time is going by faster and faster and faster. And I'm going to finish with a spirit guided message for all of you listening out there. So I hope you enjoy sending you big hugs. Happy new year. Lots of love. Let's get started. So what is the energy of the new year really about? And right now, I'm not talking about 2020 specifically, but I'm talking about the new year energy in general, all right? Now, there is always a collective shadow, just as there is a collective light. 
that we are focusing on. And shadows, I don't want you to think are bad things. It's just stuff that we need to bring more awareness, more focus and attention on. So there is a collective shadow that happens every time at the start of each and every new year. And it's hidden. We don't always see it because it's hidden underneath this newness, this feeling of new cycles, new beginnings, fresh starts, new chances, new energy. But this collective shadow also, it contains this energy of exhaustion. It's exhaustion from the past couple weeks of the last year that we've just finished out, which usually starts around November, the beginning of the holiday times. And it lasts into this new year, pretty much through January every year. But under every single emotion, every feeling that we think, every belief, there's always an underlying cause. There's something deeper, right? We're never really just angry. There's something underneath that anger. It's Sometimes it's, for example, sadness, right? So underneath this collective shadow that happens during the new year of exhaustion, it really is just masking three things. It's masking shame, denial, and deprivation. The shame of what could have been, what should have been, we didn't do enough, we should have done more, I didn't do my best, how could this have happened, right? I'm sure we've all had these thoughts repeating in our head, especially as the year ends. This is really just self-loathing. And what this does, it moves us deep, deep into poverty thinking, which is totally the complete opposite of what the new year is all about. This is why, my friends, New Year's resolutions don't work. Because that subconscious is telling us everything we did wrong. Everything we wish we could have done, what we should have done. Does this sound familiar? But what we're really doing is we're carrying around all the psychic weight. It's like psychic free radicals that we need to eradicate in order to truly step in to this energy of the new year so that we can get into alignment, get back into alignment with what we want, what we want to manifest, what we want to create so we can become empowered. Because you and only you are your own worst enemy. Because I want you to know the universe never stops loving you. Your spirit team, your highest self, your angel team, your spirit guides, your loved ones, they've never stopped loving you. They are always with you. So I want you to remember that the new year is asking you, it's asking you to remember why you are here 
on this earth. And I don't mean that from this giant idea of what is your purpose. But how are you here to share your gifts? How can you continue to be authentically you and share your light? Share your joy. Be of service. The deprivation and denial is a mental cycle. It's a mind cycle of fear that's keeping you from connecting to the flow. The flow of the universal energy, the spiritual intelligence, which we have the ability to tap into. Always. It's always there. So this new year is really about getting back to living with an open heart. It's about committing to saying yes to your self-esteem, to your self-growth. So what to do? Well, I think there's no better time to play than a new year. I think you should give yourself so much freedom to just play and be grateful. Be grateful for how far you have come. How far you have the potential to go and have already gone. Gratitude shifts everything. It really does. And so does playing. Because when we play, we're actually releasing our attachments to outcomes. Which moves into this next concept I want to talk about, and that is expectations. We talked a little bit about this in a couple episodes ago, about the holidays. And the expectation that we all have, especially in times of New Year, about getting everything right. You know what I mean? That expectation only lets you down because you're telling the universe, I can't be wrong. And then what? Then what happens? You beat yourself up. You feel like you let down. You feel like a failure. You feel like you couldn't do it, like you didn't accomplish it. I challenge you to change it by expecting the best and releasing the expectations of how that is going to show up. So if you ask for guidance, expect guidance. If you ask the universe for more love, expect love. But you must have intentions. And then you must be willing to check yourself and release these expectations of how it's going to happen. Now, I know I can probably hear some of your little gremlins or barking dogs saying to yourself while you're listening to this, but I can't do that, Alex, or I can't ask for guidance, or I can't do this, or I've tried that and it didn't work, right? So here's what I'm going to tell you. I want you to fake it. 
fake it till you make it. I'm telling you, it will work. Why? Why will that work? I promise you. Because even when we pretend, even when we, quote, fake it till we make it, we're actually still intuiting. By faking something or pretending, it actually begins to open the door to your inner compass, your intuition. It truly works. So I encourage you to give it a shot if you're struggling with releasing expectations. But I also want you to think, what were your big wins you had this year, this past year? Instead of thinking of the things that aren't working for you, think about what is working for you. Again, this is just another example of how to shift into that mode of gratitude and love, which is such a more productive place to be. Now, have you ever had conversations with friends where you think, gosh, this year seems to have gone by so much faster, or you think that I can't believe that it's already Halloween, and then before you know it, it's Christmas, right? And then you think, well, gosh, well, I must say that every year, right? Time just keeps going by faster. Or what? They say as we get older, time goes by faster. I'm sure you've had those experiences or you've heard those before. But I want to kind of ask this question, and that is, why is that? Why does it actually feel like time is going by faster? I asked myself this exact question and I went into my inner guidance and I came up with the answer that it's not time necessarily, right? Because we know from a spirit perspective on the other side, time is an earth thing, right? Time is just what we feel and perceive here. So it's not actually time that's going by faster, it's that consciousness is happening faster. And I found this beautiful passage from the author, Danny Ann Brinkley, who wrote the book, Save by the Light. And I'm going to read what he wrote about this. And it, he said, There is a cosmic event occurring, which is causing 24 hours not to be enough time. You know more, you are more aware, you have more feelings, you realize more things, so it's not time changing, it's you. Because of a cosmic flow of energy that is moving through the universe that can be measured scientifically because we sit at the end of a 26,000 year cycle called the process, procession of the equinox. Our little galaxy, these 1.1 billion planets and stars called the Milky Way, has now traveled 26,000 years to circle what we call the signs of the zodiac. But through each of the 12 constellations that we now know to be our particular part of this universe, we are in the last seven years of a 26,000-year cycle, and there is nothing we can do about it. I loved reading that 
because it made me realize when you look at it from this type of perspective, it takes away this idea that there isn't enough time. It switches it really on, puts it on its head when you realize that we actually have all the time we need. I think that's such a more empowering way to look at it. So next time you, you catch yourself thinking, gosh, it's flying by or there's not enough time, really step back and ask yourself, is that true? How do I know that to be true? Because I believe we really do have all the time we need. It's what we do in that time and how we make of it that matter. So what are some things that you can start to do right now to get organized, which is only going to push you further into alignment for this new year, new you energy? Well, I want you to first give yourself a break from resolutions. So before you make those resolutions, before you make your goals, and actually before we go further, I developed a goal setting process that is near and dear to my heart and I've been doing it for the past three, four years now, I've lost count. It's free. I do it online. It's a sacred special thing. I have people looking forward to it every year. So stay tuned so you can be a part of it because we go through a very special sacred ceremony of what I call inspired goal setting. It's from a place of inspired intentions. And we actually start it in February which I think is a much better place because it gives us a breather and gives us time to acclimate to this new year. So if you're interested, make sure you're subscribed to my Spirit Circle newsletter on my website so you'll get the free invitation to join this workshop. So back to getting organized. So before the resolutions, before the goals, right? I want you to simply begin by recommitting back to yourself. There's no better place to start than that. Forget about the clutter clearing. Forget about all of these more, dare I say, superficial things to do that tell you to get organized. Right? If you Google getting organized for a new year, it's going to tell you to make lists. It's going to tell you to write down goals. It's going to tell you to clear out stuff. Forget about that. For now. But make a declaration for you. Make a declaration for your spirit. I think of it as making a mission statement. So make your mission statement for 2020 and write it out. It can be as simple as just choosing three words of how you want to feel in 2020. My mission statement is to feel joy, to feel in flow, and to feel love. But I definitely encourage you to make that declaration for yourself. By doing so, you're calling your spirit back home. And when you do that, when you really call your spirit back home and reclaim 
your authentic self, it's so much easier to commit to goals. It's so much easier to move into those resolutions. So that, my friends, is a wonderful, easy place to start. Now, there are some global shifts that we can expect, and I do want to touch upon these for a moment. We can, we can expect more inner peace. We can expect more stillness, more flow, and more awareness. When we realize that when we feel the furthest away from what we want, we are actually closer than ever before to getting it. Because we can all shift to braver, to bigger, to more courageous things. But it begins in the present moment when we realize that we are actually capable right now, right now, of standing in our power just as we are. Because so much suffering begins in our minds from wanting perfection and not having patience. But that can shift because we can expect our own inner peace to grow and radiate. But before we can do that, you have to realize that you are capable of way more than you realized. You are capable of more than you realized, my friends. So what do you need to let go of? You need to be willing to dismantle what you thought you knew. You need to have the willingness to examine your belief systems and be willing to change them. Because you have to let go of the mindset that, well, I've tried this and that doesn't work. Or I've heard that before. Right? We kind of check those boxes sometimes when we think we've seen it all before. We think we've tried that. Well, I've tried meditation. I was actually working with um, a coaching client. She says, well, I've, I just want to get more in tune to my inner guidance, but I've tried meditation and it doesn't work. And I'm really, you know, tired of this. I've tried it. I've tried it. I keep hearing this all the time. I've tried it. Well, here's the thing. You have to be willing to change that belief of you tried it and it didn't work. And try again. Because this shadow energy of not wanting to let go stems from pessimism. That's what it's about, really. So how can we progress? How can we grow? How can we evolve? Without examining and creating new beliefs. How can we even begin to set our goals and intentions, right? That's where this overwhelm comes in when it comes to New Year resolutions and new goals because we're not willing to change our beliefs. So I encourage you to have the willingness to try that. 
to examine, to change. So before we finish this episode, I want to leave with you a channeled message from my guides, a spirit-guided message for all of us listening globally, no matter where you are or when you hear this. As the guides, we step forward to bring you the message from what people could do to step into the power of 2020. Stepping into 2020 is a slower shift from years past. It will be a slow momentum, a slower buildup that will bridge into 2021. Do not lose sight of progress. There will be times when you feel like not enough is happening, that you may not feel like you see the changes because the things are going so slow. Things are going to slow down before connections are heightened. There's going to be a slow, slow pace. But stay focused not only on the matters at hand, but the matters at heart. The midpoint of 2020 will feel the newest. The midpoint of 2020 is the time to start cementing new ideas that you want to manifest in the next six to eight months. So think of 2020 not as a traditional 12-month calendar year, but as a longer cycle, a cycle of immense growth but deep inner work. This year is also heightened for creativity. This is a wonderful year to learn new artistic things. So challenge yourself artistically, even if you feel you have none. Learn to speak more from a place of empowered voice, and learn the spirit of activism, even if you don't feel like one. Activists mean self-empowerment. When you move into a place of standing up, of self-empowerment, you start ripples of motion that can affect the change of the collective. The important thing is never force it and release the judgment for how the outcome and the lessons may or may not happen. But for now, right here, for whoever is listening to this message, remember that your connection to source is strengthening and your connection to your guidance system is strengthening. We will always be here for you. Don't think of us as above you. We're side by side. We're next to you. However different frequencies, however different vibrations, we're here with you. We walk this path with you. So have courage and have faith. True strength and unity come together as a collective consciousness with open hearts, with love, with acceptance. So carry on and carry on. There you have it, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For show notes and details, head on over to alexlevyonline.com. And don't forget to rate this episode, subscribe, and leave a comment. And until next time, stay spirit guided. P.S. Hello, friends. I want to invite you to join my signature program, Intuition Camp, which is a seven-week intensive that only happens twice a year. It's a journey through the clairs and helps you reconnect back to your intuition. Our next class will begin February 2020. Registration is open now. If you want to learn more or want to hop on a discovery call to chat with me, head on over to alexlevyonline.com for more information. I hope to see you there.